Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hello, and welcome to the Carrots and Cake podcast. Before we dive into this next episode, I have a couple of things to talk to you guys about. So the first one is my free training called Find Your Fit Physique Number. And what I mean by this is really finding that quote unquote magical number where you are taking into account your energy needs and making sure you are eating enough so you are able to build lean muscle, but also change your physique in the sense that you can lose fat too. So I really do think eating enough is important, but at the same time, you want to eat quote unquote, the right amount so you can get to your fat loss goals as well. So we're going to get really clear on that. We're going to explain how we actually do that over here at Carrots and Cake with our one-on-one clients. And then really, we're just going to help you come up with a personalized game plan for yourself. Um, I'm also going to touch a upon some of the mineral balancing stuff and how the minerals can improve your health and support um, better body transformation as far as your physique goals. Um, Really, it's going to be a two-day training where the first day I'm going to give you a little bit of homework. You are going to gather some data. And then on the second session, we are going to use that data to really come up with a game plan for you to move forward as far as what to actually focus on to move the dial as far as your nutrition and fitness goes. So it's going to be really great. Ideally, you'd be able to make both sessions, but if you can't attend live, still sign up um, because you'll get the recordings and you can watch them at your convenience. Um, So as far as when these are being held, so Monday, March 20th from 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern. So that will be the first one where I sign some homework. Um, But like I said, I'll send that recording out right after it's over. So you'll have time to watch it and start on your homework. And then Thursday will be the follow-up session where we really get into your data, help you put some of the pieces together as figuring out how much your body needs to get you to your goals and to make sure you are consuming enough and consuming the right types of food as far as minerals go. Um, That second session is Thursday, March 23rd from 12 to 1. And again, I will send out the recording if you can't attend live. So sign up for that. Totally free. I hope to see you there. And the second thing I want to talk about real quick is the difference between Paleo Valley's whey protein powder and Paleo Valley's bone broth protein powder. So I get this question a lot, and I'm a fan of both of these products. And really, I think the difference is the consistency for sure. So the whey protein is more powdery, like the typical protein powder. It tends to mix a little bit better. So if you're putting it in your iced coffee in the morning, like I do, or mixing it with OJ or putting it in a smoothie or something, it's going to mix really well. And that one comes in vanilla and chocolate. I love the vanilla. My husband loves the chocolate. The bone broth 
protein powder, that is a little bit more gritty and grainy like a traditional collagen. And I guess it would be compared to more of a collagen than a protein powder because it's derived from animal bones. And that's why I like their protein powder more than other brands that are derived from the hides and the skins of animals. So when you're getting the collagen from the bones, there's a lot more minerals and nutrients and all of that good stuff. And Paleo Valley makes it a point not to overly process this bone broth protein. So it's just a really, really good quality product. But yeah, like it's a lot more grainy, so it doesn't mix as well into things, but I just use a shaker bottle and shake it up and I think it mixes pretty well. And as far as flavors, it comes unflavored, but if you know the collagen flavor, it kind of has, I guess, that collagen flavor. But if you mix it with iced coffee, a smoothie, juice, um, a banana, you know, something that has kind of a strong flavor, you're really not going to taste it. And then it also comes in chocolate. So you could totally try it in the chocolate flavor. So just wanted to share that. I get that question a lot and I like them both for different reasons. Um, and you know, if you are interested in trying out their products, um, I do have a discount code and just affiliate link. So, you know, I do get a little bit of a kickback, but very much appreciate you guys supporting Carrots and Cake and me and my various affiliate partnerships. Um, but you can save 15%. I'll include a link in the show notes. And if you try out either their whey protein powder or their bone broth protein powder, um, definitely let me know what you think. Um, I'm a big fan. Both products use them all the time. And it's such a great way to just get easy, convenient protein into your life. All right, guys, I'm going to stop rambling. I hope you enjoy this episode and see you soon. In this video, I am going to talk about our decision to have one child. It's funny when you're making one of the biggest decisions of your life, it seems like everybody has an opinion. So in this video, I am going to talk about the pros and the cons that my husband and I considered when we decided to have an only child. Hello and welcome to my YouTube channel. I am Tina Hoppert. I am the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand and Carrots and Cake is all about having your carrots and cake too. And on this channel, I talk about nutrition and fitness and fat loss and perimetopause and hormones and metabolism and so much more. And today I'm going to talk about our family and our decision to keep our family small as a family of three, technically four with the dog and five with the lizard, but we decided to only have one child. So I'm going to talk about all the details and the things that we considered. While I'll never Never say never when it comes to adding another child to our family. I can honestly say at this point in our lives, I'm 42, my husband's 40, our son is eight and a half. I don't think we are adding another child to our family, but I wanted to share everything that we considered because it was a really hard decision and it was a decision that we didn't take lightly. When it comes to only children, I feel like there's a lot of shame and judgment about that decision. And on the part of the parents, mostly because it seems selfish because you are not giving that child the experience of having a sibling and having that built-in playmate and support system and whatever else a sibling can supply to that only child. And then there's a lot of 
of assumptions about how only child act as far as being spoiled and the center of attention and attention seeking and whatever else it is. So I just want to clear up some of those misconceptions and, you know, share our thought process on having one child and what ultimately made us decide to be a family of three. And of course, like any major decision in life, there's always going to be positives and negatives. And if you're somebody that's in the same boat, you're trying to decide if you're going to add another child to your family, or you have one child and you're not sure if you made the right decision, I hope this video provides you with support and some different perspectives. I mean, obviously this is your decision as a family at the end of the day. Um, but of course, I think considering all of the different angles, the pros and the cons are really important as far as making a good decision or a well-informed decision. So one of the biggest pros when we were considering whether or not we were gonna have more children was being able to provide as many opportunities to our son as possible. And this is coming from a place of finances, <laughs> mental capacity, emotional capacity. And this is not to say that children with multiple siblings or other siblings don't have opportunities, but for us, it was about giving him as many opportunities as possible and not worrying about how much it was going to cost, our bandwidth, you know, being able to get to these activities. I mean, my son has done soccer and baseball and flag football and he does jujitsu and he rock climbs and he does coding classes and he does a million different things and he likes to try new things. We encourage these new things and being an only child, it has made it pretty easy for us because, you know, he's our only child, you know, all of our resources, time and energy can go towards him. And then also roped into that is our love for travel and having one kid has made it really easy as far as traveling goes. And our son, he rolls with it as far as travel goes. He's pretty low key. He'll sleep anywhere. He'll kind of eat anything at this point. And he is just a good little traveler. But my husband and I, we have always loved to travel. It's a big part of our lives. We look forward to it. We plan it into our lives. And, you know, having one kid, I mean, I'm just thinking about plane tickets. Plane tickets are so expensive. And so just to think about buying more plane tickets for more members of the family, that can get so expensive. So for our family, buying three plane tickets, easy peasy. We can all sit in the same row. Um, but really, it has just made that part of our lives so easy. And I mean, that was something when my husband and I decided to have kids that we knew we didn't want to... Uh, go on the back burner. We basically just took our son with us everywhere we went. I mean, he started traveling as a tiny baby. I mean, we would take him cross country on these six hour flights. It was insane, but we didn't stop our travel. We just kept going. And yeah, just having one kid makes it really easy. I mean, all the stuff that you have to bring with you. Oh my goodness. I mean, even just with one kid, I couldn't imagine doing it for two, three, four kids. So that was definitely something that was important to us a combination of providing him with as many opportunities as possible and that travel aspect. I mean, he has been all over the country. We went to France last year. This kid has done so much travel in his eight and a half years of life than I ever did in my 
even up to my 20s. <laughs> Kid has traveled so much as an eight and a half year old. Another pro for us was being able to provide our son with as much attention as possible. And for my husband and I, I feel like we're the type of people that we have a lot going on. You know, we work full time. We have a lot of hobbies and friends and activities and things like that. And we just knew, you know, adding a kid to our family, we wanted to make sure we had enough time and energy and motivation to do all the things that he wanted to do. We just wanted to be the best parents possible. I also think my husband and I are people who get overwhelmed easily or we can't always manage stress well. So having one kid has really made our life and our lifestyle pretty stress-free. I mean, stress-free in the sense that I just think we're mostly happy. You know, we mostly have a very calm household. It just having that one kid has brought so much happiness and joy to us and not a lot of stress and negativity. And again, this is coming from a place of a parent of an only child. I don't know what it's like to have multiple children, but I can tell you when there's multiple children around, it seems a little bit more crazy, more chaotic. There's a lot going on. And I feel like in our family, things are pretty chill and relaxed. And I think also coming from that place of two adults, you know, having their own lives, their own hobbies, their own activities, it's been really easy to trade off as far as parenting responsibilities go. So, you know, my husband might take my son to jujitsu in the evening and I'll stay home and make dinner. Um, so there's just like a lot of trade-offs. And if, you know, he wants to go on a guy's weekend or I want to go on a girl's weekend and I want to go away, it's pretty easy to take that responsibility as far as a parent goes. There's just one kid, one kid's activities, one kid to feed, one kid to bathe. Um, and it really, I don't know, it just makes life easier. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Um, but overall, I mean, the three of us are really happy. I feel like we get along really well. We have a lot of fun together. And I think just the two of us as parents focusing all of our attention on him, it it just has a very good feel as far as him getting what he needs, him doing what he wants, and us feeling not stretched too thin as parents. Another pro to this only child stuff is that now that my, my son is a little bit older, we are starting to see a lot of the positives of him being an only child in the sense that he is super independent. <laughs> he definitely goes off on his own and kind of does what he wants sometimes. Um, but he's really confident. He's very self-assured. He will speak up for himself and advocate for himself. And his interaction with other kids and other adults is very mature for somebody his age. And even hearing him talk to other kids or other adults, his language is incredible. I mean, he speaks better than some adults do. He just is very grown up for his age. And I just see it coming through as far as his confidence and his ability to try new things and his attitude towards things. I just think a lot of these characteristics 
that he has now as a kid, I'm hoping they're gonna translate to his adult life, his professional life. And they say only children have higher IQs than other kids. I don't know if that's true, but that's a rumor that I heard and it makes sense. I mean, he is such a cool kid. <laughs> Obviously, I love my own kid. I think he's the best kid. But I mean, this kid, he can solve a Rubik's Cube in under 60 seconds. It's incredible. His little brain just works in a different way. You should get a little video of him doing a Rubik's Cube. It's, it's pretty cool. So on the flip side, the cons, I guess, of having an only child, again, any decision in life like this is always going to be pros and cons, but the biggest one was not having siblings. So Quinn doesn't have that same sibling experience that my husband and I had growing up. My husband and I both have siblings and step siblings and half siblings like we have a lot of brothers and sisters in our, our world and quinn is not going to experience that and that was really like the main reason or the main part of our conversations like are we gonna have another kid like we really want him to have a sibling because i mean he would make such a good big brother he is so kind to younger kids he definitely like goes out of his way to help little kids or younger kids. So like we can see it. We think he would make an amazing big brother, but it was just one of those things. We were just like, is this the, the reason why we're adding another kid just so Quinn has a sibling? And it was just like a really tough decision to make. And so I guess the way we've rationalized it over the years is that Quinn has some great cousins. And when my sister got pregnant with her first, um, my nephew, that's kind of when my husband and I really kind of like lit a fire under our butts as far as like having another kid. And truthfully, we weren't even sure if we were going to have kids. I mean, we when we got married, it was one of those like, oh, we'll wait and see. We're open to it. We're not like totally gung ho on having kids, but let's see. And we were married a good six years before we had Quinn. We were together for probably 10 years. So like having a kid definitely wasn't a top priority for us and we didn't rush into it. We definitely put a lot of thought into this. Um, but when my sister had her son, we were, we were ready. <laughs> to have a kid because I knew I wanted my son to be close to his cousins. I mean, just growing up, I was so close to my first cousins. And I mean, they were basically my sisters growing up. And this is a relationship that I want my son to have with his cousin. And thankfully he is sandwiched between my nephew, my niece on the other side of the family. He has three more cousins and I just hope that his relationships with his cousins are as close as my relationships to my cousins were. And he finds almost like that sibling relationship with them because yeah, there's a good chance that he's not gonna have siblings. And if he does, there's gonna be a pretty big gap in age between him and a baby if we decide to go that route. Seems very unlikely, but never say never. Also related to that, Quinn, has some really great friends. Like he is very, very close with our neighbors. He has friends that he's been friends with since he was six months old at daycare. And we really encourage these relationships. Like we have kids here all the time playing with him. We have play dates. We've become really good friends with these kids' parents. And really we just encourage him to have these 
really close relationships with other kids. So they might not be his actual siblings, but maybe they'll be friends that are close enough to him that he has these long-term relationships with them, you know, into his teen years, into his adult years, and they end up being people that he can rely on and feel close to and have these really strong relationships with. The next con I want to share is what I summarize as mom was spread too thin. <laughs> oh, so many stories that I can share right now, but I think the basics of it is I run my own business and at the time after I had Quinn where I think a sibling would have fit nicely as far as not having a huge age gap. I was involved in three different businesses. It was the craziest time of my life. I do not recommend doing this for anybody in their lives, but I just knew myself. I was overwhelmed to the max. I had so much on my plate and adding another child and a pregnancy and the whole bit, a newborn not sleeping, I just knew it was going to be a disaster. So timing wise, having that second kid just wouldn't have been great. And then also on the health front, I have ulcerative colitis and I have really struggled with the disease over the years. So, you know, getting pregnant, having another baby, I was really worried whether or not I would stay in remission, how my pregnancy would go and what the aftermath of having a child and what my flare symptoms would do. Because when I was pregnant with my son, my pregnancy was really great. I was really healthy. But after I gave birth to him, I was so sick as far as ulcerative colitis symptoms went. I, like it was the sickest I've ever been. And caring for a newborn, not sleeping, trying to run a business, because when you own your own business, you do not have a normal maternity leave. I was just completely overwhelmed and I was a disaster. Like I should have probably been in the hospital. My doctor wanted to admit me to the hospital because I was so, so sick. I was going to the bathroom. 30 plus times a day, toilet full of blood, no energy, lightheaded, hair falling out, trying to breastfeed my son. Like it was such a bad time in my life. So having a second baby and going through all that and having a toddler and having a business and trying to take care of myself, I just knew it wasn't going to go well. It was just spreading myself too, too thin. And this is not to say my husband couldn't have helped out. I mean, he was amazing when my son was a newborn. He helped out as much as he could. But I just think between him working full-time, me running the business, trying to manage my health, I mean, there were times that I couldn't even take care of myself, let alone a newborn or a toddler. So I just knew myself at that point and the timing was just not great as far as having another child. And then, yeah, as the years progressed, I got myself out of that madness with all those different businesses. I focused on carrots and cake. My health got better. And I don't know, here we are <laughs> eight and a half years later. I guess we're still talking about the second kid thing, but I just think we're getting further and further away from it actually happening. And I've really started to embrace our family, our tiny family, and just having an only child. And really, we are happy like this. Like we are really happy. I mean, sometimes they say one and fun and our experience as parents to an only child has been really fun. And finally, the last con of having an only child is really 
the judgments and the assumptions around having an only child. And honestly, we've been pretty lucky. We haven't had too many situations where people have spoken negatively or given us a hard time about having an only child. But of course, we got the curiosity questions from family members and friends. And I mean, at this point, our son's eight and a half. I just feel like <laughs> they've stopped asking. But, you know, there was, you know, random strangers, you know, people at the grocery store or the waitress that served us. You know, we'd get those comments about siblings and him being an only child and everything. And there was definitely times where it bothered me, but I think it was because I was really contemplating if we were going to add a child or not and what it would mean for our family. And I think there was a lot of just inner turmoil and emotion that went with it. So it was kind of hard for me at that time to deal with it. I mean, honestly, I just let it roll off my my shoulder, off my back, and it was all fine. While there are obviously pros and cons of having an only child, I really feel like I have moved past the negative aspects of it. I feel like I'm at a good place as far as being the parent of an only child. And while Quinn won't have that sibling at least I don't think he's gonna have that sibling. Pretty sure he's not gonna have that sibling. I know that his mom and dad love him to pieces. We are his built-in playmates. <laughs> we have a really good relationship with him and we're obviously going to support him and take care of him to the best of our ability and give him the best life possible as an only child. If this video resonated with you, you're the parent of an only child, you're considering having a second child, I would love to hear from you in the comment section. I feel like there are just so many opinions about only children, so I would love for you to leave a comment. I would love for you to take a second to like this video and share it with anybody who might find it helpful. And please take a second to subscribe to my channel because there's going to be plenty of content related to health and wellness, but lifestyle, family life, and all the things that go along with the carrots and cake lifestyle. <laughs>